would a recession mean for stock returns? Recessions con recession concerns have been a fixture in the news lately and pretty much always are, because shocking, it's easier to sell ads with negativity than it is with optimism. In investors should be aware that recession announcements are backward looking compared to the markets that are forward looking. In fact, recessions are often announced after the market is already on the path to recovering. I believe investors who ignore headlines and stick to long-term plans built for them are better positioned for success in the, in the long term. And that goes to show in all the work that I do. But of course, just because you're watching or listening to this video, it doesn't mean you work with me personally. So welcome back to the Money Not Math number 144. Uh, in this article, we are reviewing what would a recession mean for stock returns. And as always, remember, this content is not legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult a qualified professional regarding your personal situation. So even though I'm licensed to give advice, I do so on a one-to-one -one basis. These videos are purely for information and education. It is not advice because I don't know you personally, and we haven't had an actual conversation. So hopefully this brings you value. And thank you, as always, for coming back for another Money Not Math conversation. So let's dive into it. What would a recession mean for stock returns? Recession concerns have been a fixture in the news lately, prompting many investors to wonder about what factors go into a recession announcement and how an economic downturn would impact their portfolios. So as you'll see, I'm, in today's conversation, I'm reviewing an article uh, written on Dimensional. Uh, so if you want any follow-up information, please let me know. I can definitely get that to you. Uh, recession, jumping back into this article, recessions may understandably trigger worries over how markets might perform. However, investors should be aware that recession announcements are backward-looking in contrast to the forward-looking nature of markets. Recessions are typically determined using macroeconomic indicators such as employment rates, consumption, and income data, and gross domestic product growth, information that is rapidly incorporated into market prices. In fact, recessions are often officially declared after the market is already on the path to recovery. So we have to understand is recessions are determined based on events that have already happened in the past. The markets are often based on what the investors expect to happen in the future or what these companies are doing to build into the future. By investing into the markets, you are investing into a small share of large companies that their sole goal is to make money. All right, so it's extremely important to understand the difference between news and investment advice or recession talk versus what the markets might do. Uh, consistent with look forward-looking expectations, average United States equity, equity returns have been positive after the onset of a recession. Let me say that again. As often as you might think, oh my gosh, recession, I need to get out of the market, Historically speaking, the United States equity returns have been positive after the onset of a recession. So I'm going to share my screen here to make sure you can see uh, what it is we're looking at. And hopefully that will make more of an impact for those of you who are watching. If you're just listening, I'll do my best to explain what we're looking at here. So this is an exhibit one, average cumulative S&P 500 index returns from 1947 to 2022. As a reminder, the SP 500 is an index of the top 500 companies, publicly traded companies in the United States. So on the left side, we hear of all months, on average from 1947 to 2022, the one year the average of all months returns from the SP 500 during that time is 12.6%. The three year average of all months is 42.7%. 
the five-year average of all months is 80.1%. All right, on the right side of the screen here, we're looking at post-recession starts. So this is after a recession has been announced, what are the, the months and the years leading after that? How are those performing? The, the average one-year return after a recession has started is 6.4%. So is it less than the all-month average? Absolutely, but it's still positive 6.4%. The average three-year return post-recession start is 43.7%. That's actually 1% higher than the all-month average. And the five-year average of a post-recession start is 70.5%, about 10% lower than the five-year average. So again, all of those are positive. And in fact, the three-year average after a recession has started is better than the all-month three-year average when you look at from 1947 to 2022. So that's an incredible example of why we should not allow historical events like a recession just starting because of historical measurements to dictate our future investment strategies. We should build a long-term strategy that just expects recessions to happen and understands market volatility is a real thing. So, and the disclaimer for this is uh, for this exhibit is that returns uh, returns data based on monthly SP500 index returns from January 1947 to December 2022. Returns are calculated for the one, three, and five-year look-ahead periods for all months and post-recession start months. The sample start date is based on quarterly U.S. gross domestic product da data, a key measure used to identify changes in economic activity across the business cycle. That is first available starting in 1947. Business cycle recession dates are sourced from the natural National Bureau of Economic Research, NBER. All right, so exhibit number one shows the SP500 index had positive average returns following the recession start dates that were similar to the overall averages across one, three, and five-year time horizons in the period 1947-2022. The historical data suggests that investors can benefit from a disciplined approach that avoids making investment decisions based on lagged economic outcomes. All right. So where there's another uh, exhibit here coming up, so I'll keep sharing my screen. In short, history shows that markets incorporate expectations ahead of the news. As an example, look back to the global financial crisis. The official in-recession announcement came in December 2008, a year after the recession had started. By then, stock prices had already dropped more than 40%. Although the recession ended in May 2009, the announcement came 16 months later, by which time U.S. stocks had already rebounded. All right, so in this example, we're, or in this exhibit we're looking at here, we'll zoom out a little bit so we can see the whole thing. All right, we have from SP500 index from January 2007 to December 2010, you'll see that at the beginning of January 2007, the SP500 is somewhere between 2,000 and 2,500, I would guesstimate to be about 2,200. It gets up almost to 2,500, and then the recession, it starts in December 2007, and it drops to almost 1,250, more than a 40%, almost a 50% drop in total. Uh, the recession isn't even announced until, what was it, what did they say here? December 2008, the recession was announced, which is significantly after, you know, a year after it start, the recession started. And then the recession end is announced May 2009, even though that's 16 months after the real recession ended. So what does that mean? If you were making investment decisions based on the news, 
when the recession was announced, you may have jumped out of the market and then stay and then stayed out. And then once the recession was announced as being done, you might have tried to get back in. The problem is you missed out on a lot of growth opportunity because when the recession was announced, the SP 500 was barely below 1500. When the recession end was announced, the SP 500 was almost already back to 2000. So that's a significant difference and a significant example of why we should not allow the news to dictate our future investment decisions. It should be a long-term strategy that's catered to your personal and specific needs and goals. All right, so investors who look beyond the fact, the after-the-fact headlines about markets and the economy and stick to a plan may be better positioned for long-term success as the, this dimensional article. As I said, for me personally, I firmly believe that ignoring the news and looking at long-term strategy is the right way to go. Um, but it always comes down to what is your specific goals? What's your specific situation? What's your specific financial needs and your family's needs and legacy goals? That's how the plan should be built. Not what's your neighbor doing and what's the news? What's the news trying to scare you with today to sell ads? All right. So thank you again for coming back for another Money Not Math conversation. Hope you found value. Please reach out and let me know what questions or thoughts you have or requests for future conversations that you want. I'd love to answer questions in these videos, so please let me know. Uh, or And as always, I appreciate when you like, comment, or share on these posts. Thanks again. I hope you have a great day. Bye.